another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to the Dark Crystal. Minute. And begin all the same big change. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. And now once more the world must undergo a time of testing. It is time, time to return to the castle. There is much to be learned, and you have no time. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone. I'm your host, Sydney. And I'm Phil. And today we are continuing the Dark Crystal Minute. We are up to minute 33. So for those of you playing along at home, that's where it says 32.00 to 33.00. We are still in the swamp, Phil. I know, we're still in the swamp. And I think, I I know it's still fun um, from the previous minutes that we uh, chatted about. Um, uh, yeah, just, just chatted about, you know, we're in the swamp um that jen is whether you know he was in the swamp of sog or if it's a different area um so i definitely remember that that sort of being a little fun sort of thing that we you know looked at in the previous minutes um but yeah like you say yeah we're back at the swamp and um you know as we see you know jen probably the big thing really is you know with jen looking at the shard he's you know unsure what to do with it so i mean it, it is one of those things where it's really interesting how um you know, the, the mystics never really sort of gave him all the deets, you know, of <laughs> everything. You know, they're all, they're all in riddles, that sort of thing. So, sort of, he has to figure out what to do with it. He has a little more context from Agra, but he's still, for the most part, like a clueless boy. Yes. He's, he's like, okay, I, something about a conjunction. Uh, Agra didn't really explain it super well. Um, yeah. Because he is still super confused. He's still trying to connect um, the dots and um, the dots aren't there that, there yet. But I mean, of course, you know, later on in the film, we, we do find out, you know, things sort of start to click um, much later in the film. But I mean, what what was interesting, I guess, in this minute is, um, you know, this is when you we actually got to see um, a vision coming from the Shard. So, th- which was really cool, you know, uh, like a vision from the past and, you know, all the Skeksis destroying the Crystal of Truth. So, I mean, that's one of those things because I don't think there's like an official, you know, this Skeksy, it was this Skeksy that destroyed the Shard. I don't know. Do you have any of your theories of, you know, who do you think broke um, the Crystal of Truth? I mean, we also see... Um they cover it a little bit in the creation myths as well. And yes, even in those yeah. comics, they don't explicitly say which, um, which Skeksis it is that actually strikes the blow. But I, if I had to guess, I mean, I feel like it probably wasn't, I could see Chamberlain having been part of the skirmish like big time because he's sort of the the drama queen of the bunch. I I don't think he was the one who actually struck the blow, but I could see him being the reason that the skirmish happened. I could see it being like an argument between like, I don't know, maybe like Skexo and um, maybe... I, I don't know which maybe it would have been the, with uh, the general and now at this yeah, point yeah. when we're referring to the general we're probably referring to the general from age of resistance not from the movie um yes, yes of course first. yeah and um 
Although at the same time, he was really loyal to the emperor. So maybe not. Maybe it would have been um, Skek Ung. And that's part of why he gets kind of cast out for the the Age of Resistance like time period. So it's highly possible that it was Skekso and Skek Ung. And then, you know, during that sort of fight, that leads to why Skek Ung is out of there. Like why he's kind of maybe he gets banished maybe he gets the banishing treatment that we see um that we see the chamberlain get in the movie and that's complete conjecture um but that's maybe what i would guess because we don't really have any answers as to why um Skekung is gone and why we have a different general um during yeah the resistance. I, I yeah i like i actually like that how yeah if Skekung was actually exiled you know during the events of age resistance just sort of you know that he was once banished and now it's, you know, Chamberlain's turn in the film. So, you know, so Skekung, maybe what, you know, there, there is probably some, a bit of a pass between um, Skekung and the Chamberlain. Um, you know, that, of course we know that from the film, but, it, you know, had they, you know, followed on through with Age of Resistance with a, with a second season, um, that would have been very interesting if there, if there is actually like a more of a past between these two characters um, that we unfortunately didn't get a chance to see um, in the first season. So, yeah, uh, it, it's just really interesting. And I know, yeah, there's always lots of theories or, you know, I think, because um, um, I think in the creation myths, I think um, the character, I think who Ron refers to as Darkheart, uh, whether it's that, that, you know, the, you know, whether it was that, you know, the Erskek who became the Skeks and the Mystics, but again, we still have no idea who the identity of Dark Heart yeah. um, is. So, and it could be yeah. Any it, of them, ultimately. Like, well, any it, of the it, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I know it, it's just one of those things where, you know, it, it, I mean, it would be kind of cool, like, if, um, if we actually got to see whether it was like some, you know, the dream space or dream fasting. Um, that we actually got to see deeper, or like a re, you know, got to see like that event of the splitting happening, then the skirmish, you know, between the Skeksis and Mystics when they, you know, became split apart. And then, you know, all that was going down in some kind of vision or dream fasting um, sort of thing. And it, it, I mean, it actually made me thought about like whether they actually had the ability to dream fast. And of course, I mean, probably their Skeksis know because, I mean, they're able to grab, you know, Gelflings and all that kind of stuff. But I did think about, um, I know this is probably a bit off track, but even like um, in the scene where you see um, Jen and um, there's a, Jen and uh, um, Ursu, the master, and there's a point where they're almost going to, you know, like touch hands or whatnot. But then Ursu, you know, sort of rejects or, you know, pulls a, pulls his hand back. Yeah. And I was thinking just, uh, just, you know, a couple of days ago, I was just like, I wonder if it's because he actually, actually, actually has the ability to dream fast. You know, sure, you know, they're from a different, you know, different worlds and all that kind of stuff. But, mm -hmm. you know, we have the whole sort of theme about, you know, everyone is all connected and, yeah. you know, we're all one sort of thing. Whether um, the mystics actually have some kind of, you know, ability like that. Um but Ursa didn't want to like reveal, <laughs> reveal the whole truth to Jen, you know, at that mo moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, yeah. But um, but again, like, that's the thing. It's like you know, 
back to you know who which Skeksis did it. Um, mm-hmm. I know there could be that other theory that oh maybe it was Skekra mm-hmm. who um uh bro- you know broke the crystal based on the the puppet show. But I think you know using him as sort of a representation, you know, for the for the sake of the the puppet show, you know, yeah. it wasn't like oh let, let let's put up you know <laughs> you know more. He'd have to use like all his um you know like all his four hands to perform the scene. You know, here are the the ten you know the eighteen Skeksis and the eighteen Mystics. Uh, uh, yeah, that would be just a <laughs> bit of a mess, lot. you know. Trying to yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You, yeah, you did kind of have to simplify. But that is an interesting thought, though, that if it had been Skekra, that adds sort of an extra layer of his sort of feeling as though he has penance that he needs to go off and. Um, be separate from the other Skeksis like he sees the the error of his ways and he you know wanting to he has that extra burden and why he feels so compelled to reconnect with his other half Um, I I think that makes a lot of sense too Uh, although I agree like maybe he would have actually admitted it though like if if it were explicitly Skekra that struck the blow I feel like he probably would have said that um, but, but at the same time, maybe not, maybe he feels like, uh, it's, it's pretty clear, <laughs> it, like it doesn't need to be said. Um, but obviously it's not that clear cause here we are. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Yeah. Still, you know, talking about the show, talking about the yeah. film, you know, 40 years later, yeah. you know, three years later with age of resistance, you know, we, we still want to know these ant- answers. Yeah. Um, and I love that this particular minute with this, this shot of the, the shard having that reflection, it ties in, it illustrates so well how age of resistance tied in with the film because it, it calls back, you know, we, we see in Age of Resistance how they use the crystal as sort of like a like a zoom <laughs> where <they're, Yeah. laughs> they use it to communicate. They use it to see visions. They use it to um, I mean, Augur communicates with herself through the crystal. Uh, and um, I think that we're we're definitely seeing we're definitely seeing that that comes from the film, because not only do we have this scene in this minute, but we also have the, you know, the Skeksis using the crystal to like spy on Jen and Kira later on um, in the film. So yeah, this is, this is a really cool little, like, even though the shard is separate from the crystal itself and has been splintered off, it still has that, that power, like that ability. It's still connected enough that you, you can still, Jen can still use it for, for these sort of visions. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, it's, 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 I guess, you know, it's always, you know, you can always sort of have the paral- parallels between, you know, with Dark Crystal and, and the, and you know, the Lord of the Rings. And I know like in, in that scene, like I sort of like how focus, you know, Jen is looking at the shard, you know, it, it sort of, you know, in some way, like with Frodo with the one ring. And I, again, like, you know, I was even reading up that biography by um, Brian J. Jones and, and even Jim Henson at one point, um, you know, he, he briefly, I think it was, I think it was in the book that he sort of in the early seventies, he had briefly flirted with the idea of doing the, an, an adaption of um, Lord of the Rings, but passed on the project after deciding Tolkien's sweeping epic was too big to handle in a single film. So, you know, I guess from that, you know, with a, a big, you know, part of that was sort of, you know, what, um, you know, wanted to do his own sort of fantasy kind of thing with, with the dark crystal and um yeah i feel like you know it's just another example of how the dark crystal is that traditional hero's journey tale you know hearkening back to the arthurian legend um 
you know, you have the hero on his journey with his some sort of sacred object that is guiding him through to his quest. I mean, you obviously there's also the Luke Skywalker parallel is another classic hero's journey. And um, yet again, it's another reason why I think that Dark Crystal is um, very timeless because it's just a it's a type of a fable that is very human and that we all have uh, experienced connecting with some version of this really very simple and straightforward story structure. Like the skeleton of the story itself is not very complex, but that's what makes it beautiful because we, it's not about a convoluted story with a big complicated plot. We build on that with the, the world building and all of the, you know, the characters that we meet throughout and, you know, adding on to the to the entire universe and the lore, it just can pile on infinitely. But what we're seeing in the film is just one facet of that entire world. And as such, it's just one very straightforward story. And I, I feel like um, that's just it's timeless. And that's that's always going to be a relevant story structure it's always going to be someone's going to connect with it no matter what um, time period you're existing in <laughs> so hopefully in another 40 years we're still people are still doing this i know yeah exactly yeah and i mean even from yeah you know when we're watching as kids you know we're just thinking you know oh, just you know point a to point b kind of film but then growing up and then you know finding out all this you know uh, material that sort of existed um you know with well the dark crystal and you know some of the books have come out since um that's been really cool you know just how just how big the world actually is so um yeah it's been a lot of fun and and yeah and and i like um so towards the end of the minute um yeah with um jen when he says this line you know um, he says, I don't like this. And we get that um, classic you know, side eye yes. that in all of the <laughs> <laughs> online fan communities constantly gets gift. Like we see that picture of Jen's side eye. <laughs> like, and, yes. <laughs> which is funny because then uh, in Age of Resistance, we get that moment from Brea. And that that there's no way that could have been an accident. They had to know like this shot, this facial expression that she's doing is very much a callback to this iconic look, this, this look that Jen is serving right now. I don't like this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, a lot of great moments. Um, yeah, within this minute. So yeah, I, I think we'll, um, have to wrap it up for, um, this minute of the dark crystal minute. Yep, and we are getting much uh, closer to one of my favorite minutes in the whole movie. So let's let's do it. Let's get there. Um, thank you much. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thanks, Phil. Uh, yeah, anything nice. else you want to add before we get out of here? No, I think that's all I've got to add. Yeah, with everything that we've talked about. So really, I think really the big question at the end, of, you know, from this minute is, who destroyed the crystal of truth? Hopefully, we'll find out, you know, in the future somehow. <laughs> which which Skeksis did it? <laughs> Write your theories down below. Message them to us. Who do you think did it and why? And, you know, why should they make another season talking about exactly this? So <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. See you guys next time. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast and on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.